0: The Big Rick Podcast, the best of the biggest interviews from Big Rick in the morning on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See more info now at onairwithrick.com. On the Goober 95.1 hotline, we have been graced with the wonderful presence of Randy Rogers. How you doing, buddy? Wonderful. Living life. Yeah, so uh, you've been doing a lot of touring this year. How many dates have you played so far?
1: I think all in all, when it's said and done, about 110 full band shows. Oh. And then I play about 30 or more acoustic shows and radio shows. And, you know, industry shows. Yeah. It kind of right. adds up. It's crazy how fast it adds. I can't believe it's already November. Yeah, And, I mean, it's just too fast. It's just flying
0: well, you're going to be in Glasgow this coming Saturday at the Plaza Theater. I think you've been there a few times before, right? Do, do you like playing there?
1: Yeah, we've passed through town. Um, always a good time. And, you know, it's just going to be uh, a little bit chilly. You know, we're from down in Texas, and so it's, it's nice when we get to uh, experience, like, seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have, like, summer, and then a little bit cold, and then it's back to summer. So
0: you know, there's that saying that uh, traditional country up and moved to Texas, well, I think all the heat did, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been a crazy year down here, and it's uh, supposed to finally cool off maybe this next weekend, but yeah. looking forward to being in town, and, you know, we got a new record out this year in April, and so this year has been one of those years, you know, you put a record out, and you gotta go tour it, so we've been all over the country, coast to coast, from Dewey Beach, Delaware, to Washington State to San Diego to Jacksonville, Florida. So, I mean,
0: it's it's been nuts,
1: and it's uh, it's good, though. I love my job. I say that every night on stage. It's really how I feel.
0: So, uh, you know, I've heard of you many, many times before I got to Bowling Green. I even heard of you out in Idaho. So, it sounds like you've built a pretty good grassroots following. You've got quite the following there. And, of course, you tour a lot, but your music speeds for itself, too. Let's talk about that a little bit. What's uh, 2019 been like for you musically, and what's out there right now for the the listeners who may not not be caught up on what the latest and greatest from the Randy Rogers Band is?
1: The latest and greatest is a song called I'll Never Get Over You, and we just shot a video for it. You can check it out. RandyRogersBand.com has the video and the the music and everything else you'll ever need to know. But um, I'll Never Get Over You is just just a catchy tune about – it's actually a sad song, but it's got tempo to it. So it's like the lyrics: "This poor guy's heart is broken," but it's it's obvious to the listener that he's he's taking it okay. Yeah, and in the music video, I uh, got a, a glass of vodka thrown in my face Ooh. by my love, my my love interest in the music video. So that was a lot of fun, and I've you know gotten made fun of quite a bit for that. The, the little <laughs> actress girl that got to throw it in my face. She's she's now legendary. <laughs> yeah. Probably <laughs> in certain circles. So it's uh, it's a great video, a lot of fun to make. And, you know, we play, obviously, a lot of those new songs off the new record this year. The record was called Hellbent, by the way. And So we play a lot of those songs, and we play a lot of the other songs. This is our eighth studio record. So have quite the uh, catalog there to choose from.
0: So uh, you've perked my interest in the vodka thing. Uh, did it burn? <laughs> it
1: did burned and what's funny is we practice it you have to go watch the video now so it's on youtube randy rogers band, i'll never get over you um yeah i mean it we practice it like 10 times because i couldn't be soaked you know for the rest of the shooting of the video so it was kind of like the last thing we shot and uh anyway she got me good and actually a lime like lands on my shoulder it's like you couldn't have like we couldn't have planned it better i mean it's like the one take that we got of it is exactly how it was supposed to go, so I was glad that we didn't have to dry my shirt off and yeah. repeat, rinse and repeat.
0: Well, t- tell me a little bit about the story behind this song too. How did you uh, did you write it, or how did you come upon it?
1: You know, I didn't get a chance to write this tune. Um, you know, throughout my career, I, I think I've written about seventy or eighty percent of the songs, and then you hear a song and you you can't. You know you can't stop thinking about it, and you know it's one of those tracks. I mean, it's one of those tunes. Um, "Kiss Me in the Dark" is another song you know that I didn't write, but it's turned into one of those songs that you have to play every night. Like if I don't play, I'll never get over you. And I, and I don't play "Kiss Me in the Dark." People literally like they throw they throw things at me. I mean, they get they get upset. <laughs> <laughs> What's and so uh... you know? I mean, I, I think all the greats. Like if you listen, if you go back and listen to Willie Nelson. Obviously, we were heavily influenced by Willie Nelson and George Strait down here in Texas. You know, you you think about some of those huge Willie songs. He didn't write some of the the biggest ones. And and so I think, you know, you hear a song and and you make it your own, and it it becomes a part of you.
0: Yeah. Um, What is one song that you've passed up that you wish you would have recorded?
1: Well, you know, that's that's a great question because there's been several. There was one that uh, Keith Urban cut. I can't remember the exact name of it, but it ended up going number one. But the one that really sticks out to me was I was making uh, this record called Trouble um, on Universal Records. We were signed at MCA, and Chris Stapleton hadn't become Chris Stapleton yet. I mean, he was obviously – everyone knew how wonderful he was, but the world didn't yet. And he had written this song called I'll Drink a Beer. And oh, yeah. You I passed had that song up? <laughs> I, I had it. And I wanted to cut it. And the guys in the band uh, talked me out of cutting it. And I fought for it. You know, I, I went hard. And the thing is about our band is we're a democracy. And, mm-hmm. uh, we've been the same five guys have been together for 18 years. And so, you know, we kind of know who we are. We know what we sound like. We know you know, the music we want to put out and stand up there and play every night. And, you know, they decided, look, we we don't think this song hit. And I'm like, y'all are absolutely out of your mind insane, saying crazy. And, you know, next thing you know, look, Brian, number one. So, you know, those, those things happen. But, you know, I, I joked with Chris about that and told him, I said, man, I'm so glad I didn't cut it because I doubt it would have been a number one for me. <laughs> it, was much, it was a much easier path to number one with Luke cutting it, for sure.
0: So, talk about your band members just a little bit. Name them and tell me one thing about them that you just really love.
1: So, yeah, John uh, Richardson on bass, Jeffrey Hill on guitar, Brady Black on fiddle, uh, Les Lawless, coolest name in show business, Les Lawless yeah. on drums. And Todd Stewart's kind of our utility guy, he plays b three and piano guitar, mandolin, and fiddle, and everything else so um you know i I think we're the one thing that people should know about our band is we're- we're brotherhood we've uh, gone through ups and downs divorces um having babies um losing parents, you know every piece of life that you could possibly live we've lived it together and and we've in a sense growing up together on the road, we started this band when we were barely twenty. So, you know, you have to think about just the, the shared memories and the friendships and the and the ups and downs that we've all been through. I mean it's it's a it's a real thing. It's not fabricated. And the band that you hear on stage is the band that is playing on all the records. We we signed our record deal at Universal as a band and I I made a statement by saying, Look, these guys are going to play on every record some listeners probably know this but maybe some don't but the majority of country music is cut by the same five or six studio musicians in nashville and you know i didn't want to have that generic sound i didn't want to have the same old same and you know we forged our way through you know making records and touring as as a real band and i Mm -hmm. think that's unique and i think that um, uh, there's not very many bands that can tout being together the same lineup for 18 years, and um, we're very proud of that. So, describe
0: what's unique about your sound.
1: Well, you know, I mean, it's country. It's it's, it's definitely my songwriting and my singing and everything about what I do is country, and I think that it's um, also has just a, a tinge of southern rock to it. It has a, it has a sound that unique and of its own it's you know i I hate to to pigeonhole it but you know it's called americana you know these days um but really it's just traditional country music it's just songs about average people, songs about blue collar people songs about love and getting your heart broken and drinking too much and repeating that you know cycle and I, i love country music because i love the themes that have always been embedded in our, our genre and from, you know, Hank senior to, you know, to George Strait, to Willie Nelson, to Merle Haggard, my favorite. I mean, I just love the traditions of country music and I still try to carry those on and, and in an environment nowadays where country music kind of sounds, uh, just completely different than it did in the, you know, sixties and seventies, I'm not knocking anybody by any means um i just prefer my country music to sound like country
0: yeah the uh you know the audience is no question nowadays segmented is the word i like to use you have the the new country sound quote unquote and then you have the traditional sound which is still doing very well on country radio you got guys like yourself chris young uh aaron watson has had some success recently he's from texas uh, so talk about wh- how difficult is it to get your songs on the radio right now, being that more traditional sound versus the new country sound.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's almost impossible. I mean, in fact, <clears throat> we could get into a long debate about that, but we put people to sleep. But, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I, I think they should just, su- you, 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 su- you nailed it on the head. I mean, there's so many sub-genres now of country. I mean, I think they should just go ahead and have a radio station for that. You know, and then yeah. having a radio station for for country music that is Leanne Womack and you know traditional country artists. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, George Strait can't get played on the radio. I mean, you know, it's if George Strait can't get played, I don't think Randy yeah. Rogers band is getting played. So, you know, but once again, you know, fans and people are still hungry for an alternative and that's why I have a job and I'm, I'll say it again, I love my job and so yeah. uh, I just still, still feel really lucky to get to do this.
0: So there's subgenres then there's Texas country <laughs> talk about that a little bit. What, what's it like just to play in your own state? There's probably a lot of competition, right?
1: Well nowadays there is I mean when we got going it was, wasn't was as crowded field as it is nowadays. There's mm-hmm. a lot of young guys Parker McCollum was one of them that's Paul oh, parker's great i
0: love him yeah
1: yeah It's really skyrocketed co wetzel and reed Southall. there's just a young crop of guys it reminds me honestly of you know wade bowen stoney larue and mm-hmm. you know cross canadian ragweed and and myself randy rogers band you know when we were 20 years old and it, everything kind of lit up you know all all at once and it's kind of happened again in texas and you know, I wouldn't say that I'm the old guy just yet, but I'm definitely a veteran of the scene, and I'm I'm proud to wave the flag. And um, one thing about Texans, I mean, we have our own flavor, we have our own culture, we have our own food. Um, you know, the differences are just enormous. I mean, yeah. And so, you know, I think that because of Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings and the the music they made in Austin, Texas, back in the '70s and the outlaw country music and it was made, and the movement, and the the way that country music shifted towards Texas. I mean, it's one of the reasons why we have so many venues, and so many dance halls, and so many fairs and festivals where we get to play.
0: So I see on your Instagram here, you're going to play at the Ryman on uh, April 3rd of next year. Have you played there before?
1: Yes, I've played the Ryman I several times. I'm actually in my office staring at a poster yeah um, uh september 26 2014 was one of the times um i've been on that stage and uh i played at country radio seminar and i played full band shows there it's, it, every time i step on that thing it's like well you know mother church yeah holy holy ground and mm-hmm. it's obviously a, an honor to get to play there you read my yeah, mind.
0: Also, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to step on you there. You uh, you read my mind. It, it's got to be like a gospel experience for you, playing at that place.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I grew up son of a preacher, so I know what it's like to be in church, and you walk in there, and it's like being in church. I mean, it, it
0: mm-hmm. feels
1: feels holy. It feels special. It feels, uh, just kind of fills your heart, you know, with, with joy to see a show there, and, and you can only imagine playing a show there that it's it's different than just playing the a, a hockey song.
0: So um, I know we're running out of time here. Want to ask you real quick? What's one place that you is like on the bucket list that you want to play that has not happened yet for you?
1: Oh man, that's that's tough because you know I don't want to tap the t- band, but you know we've been fortunate to play um, pretty much every large venue. I mean, we've we've played Red Rocks and. Morrison, Colorado, you know, 10 times, and and that was one of my all-time goals and all-time dreams uh, to play there. So, you know, I mean, if if we had to really be honest about – because I've been on some tours with Miranda and Dierks Bentley, and Mm -hmm. I've played shows with George Strait in some of the biggest, you know, (laughs) stadiums that we have. So, you know, I think that maybe maybe Madison Square Garden – a headlining show at Madison Square Garden one day would be,
0: oh yeah,
1: would be would be something that I would cherish for the rest of my life. You know. S-
0: speaking of Miranda Lambert, I that was the next thing I was going to talk about. I see that you're going to do some dates with her on the Wild Card Tour. Uh, she's going to be in Evansville, Indiana, just up the road from here. That's where I'm from. Uh, are you going to be at that date by any chance?
1: I did not believe I'm on that date. We're on three or four of them uh, this year that so far that have been announced, and okay. so. Kansas City
0: Tulsa Dallas Texas uh am I missing one there
1: no I think those are the ones that have been announced okay so, you know hey. you know how the, how the things go I, I I'm not the headliner on that thing so I can only say what she said right I got you
0: have you yeah. you said you've played with Miranda before what what is she like to be on the road with
1: Uh she's great she's a ton of fun I mean she. Uh, my favorite memory of being on tour with her was we were playing in Minnesota somewhere, and we were, where the buses had to park underneath this hockey arena. And uh, after after she came off stage, and we had this huge party, and um, I was going to get on the bus. So I looked over there, and she had her bow and arrow out, and I was like, "Uh <laughs> oh!" Oh, <laughs> she was she was having a little target practice shooting a uh, bow and arrow there underneath this hockey arena, and I thought, now that right there is a rock star.
0: Yeah, she's uh, she's something else. I've met her a couple times. She is definitely a pistol, no pun intended, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, she'll shoot you. Just don't, don't cross her.
0: She used to be a pistol Annie, too, so there you go. Well, uh, Randy Rogers, it's been a pleasure to have you on, man. Um, I've heard so much about you. You know, you're, Don't get mad at me. I've not seen you yet, and I've always wanted to see you. So I'll be over there this weekend uh, over at the Plaza Theater. Tickets are still on sale, by the way, for this show, the Randy Rogers Band. Uh, tell the listeners here in South Central Kentucky if they have not seen you yet, what they're going to expect from you at that performance. Like, what, what kind of show do you put on?
1: Authenticity. You know, genuine country music. Uh, heartfelt. There's songs you can cry to. There's songs you can drink to. There's songs you can dance to. So yeah. something for everybody. can see us.
0: And, and And no vodka throwing at this show, right? Hopefully not, yeah. All right, Randy. Well, hey, it's a pleasure to talk to you, bud. I can't wait to come over this weekend, and hopefully I'll get to come backstage for a little bit and and shake your hand and and say hello. It'll be an honor to see you in concert, and uh, I hope you have a good time and a safe trip here too, man. Yes,
1: sir. See y'all soon.
0: Thanks for listening to the Big Rick Podcast. Remember to subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts or anywhere podcasts are heard. See exclusive video interviews and content now with the Big Rick in the Morning YouTube channel. Subscribe now at onairwithrick.com.